And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome into the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Eberflus. I'm Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight here on News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Happy to be with you talking Bears once again. They're headed to New England on Monday night. Good evening. How are you feeling? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Good weekend? Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. We got a chance to look at a lot of cut-ups and a lot of, uh, you know, looking at a lot of things. We're going to, uh, you know, going forward, improving our players. And uh, that's the biggest thing we want to get done here, fundamentally, how we can improve our players. Yeah, you laid it out after the game uh, in the following day's news conference, and it sounded very ambitious, like a lot of work, coming up with three positives, three things that players still need to work on, the coach-player relationship, looking at scheme. And so, you know, everybody's thinking, oh, my gosh, what are they going to do? Because scheme is the scheme. You can't reinvent a scheme. So kind of explain how detailed that is and what did you learn? No, it's just it's uh, for the fundamentals of the players. You know, you're just going back and looking to cut ups and saying, okay, what can this player fundamentally do better? And uh, that's that's what we're really looking at. And how how as a coach can I help him do that through drill work, through teamwork, through through watching the tape, um, and really that's the process of that partnership. And then really uh, understanding what he's doing well, you know, and keep doing that, you know, and, and make sure that he's understanding that hey, you're doing a lot of things well, but here's what you need to improve on fundamentally. And it's going forward. So how can we do that together? Um, that's that part of it. And then the next part of it is, you know, when you're talking about scheme and looking at your scheme and how you're doing it, it's really how can we do what we're doing well and keep doing that? But what can we do and adjust? Just a little fine tweaks. What can we adjust to help our players, you know, succeed better on the football field? And that's what you do as a coach. And that's what we do. Every coach in the league does that. You know, you do it in a mini buy, you do it in a bye week. That's what we're here to do is we're here to help and advance our, our team. Players got to be receptive, too, because I've always stated I don't care what era. They just want to be put in a position to succeed. Go tell me what to do. Am I doing it right? Hopefully I can do it right. These guys, they're not going to be going rogue on you and just do whatever. They they want that, right? I no mean, And if they don't feel they're getting it, then that's an issue, right? No, we have, a, we have a great mindset for our football team. You know, we always have our eyes forward. Um, you know, win, lose, or draw, we're always going to have our eyes forward to the next opponent and how we're going to get better. We, you know, we're into growing and developing and getting better every single week. And, you know, of course, we're excited about the New England game coming up and all that, but we have to some some things we have to do first. You know, coming up on Tuesday, the guys are coming in tomorrow. And they're going to be in here. We're going to spend about an hour and 20 minutes or so going through self-scout, how I can improve and go through that whole process and then have a walkthrough after that and uh, really try to uh, hone in on those things. So what have you learned that you think you do well, that you're happy with? I mean, yeah. some of it's obvious. You, you run the ball very well. Right. Yeah, I would say that our run game is is nice. You know, we got two good runners. Our offensive line is doing a great job. The receivers are doing an awesome job of blocking down the field. Uh, tight ends are doing a great job at the point on the edge. Um, there's a lot of good things. You know, our runners have really uh, adapted to the style you know, of, of really pressing the line of scrimmage and making those cuts when they need to, which is something we worked on early on in the season, and they've really adapted to that. Um, so certainly that's what we're doing really well um, on the offensive side of the ball. How about defensive side? Yeah, defensive side. Obviously we're playing really good pass defense. Um, you know, we, we are starting to play a little bit better in the run game, and we got to continue to do that because that's where it starts for us. It always starts running the ball and stopping the run. So we're improving on that. The tackling has gotten better, you know, over the course of the year. You know, you think about in game two, didn't tackle that great. We're starting to get our, our cup, you know, the force pursuit apex. We're starting to do that better, and uh, we're just making strides. Special teams. 
I think there's a lot of good on special. No teams. doubt. Our cover teams have been good. We've been, done a nice job of punting and pinning at times. Um, obviously, our return game needs to, need to improve just a little bit. Obviously, the ball security there is going to be something that we address. Um, but uh, certainly, we, we are happy with our specialists, you know, for sure, and the cover teams, for sure. And is there one nagging thing that you feel it's got to improve? I know coaches will say a lot of different things, but is there anything that you're really pinpointing that we got to, you know, I guess it would be finishing and scoring points. But, yeah, you know. yeah, I would say that, you know, continue to uh, do a, a good job in situations, you know. So uh, we've been uh, inconsistent to this point, you know, on our third down defense, on our third down offense. we got to make sure we're doing a great job with that, converting on fourth downs, um, you know, on both sides. Uh, so I would say situationally we're, we're going to have to improve there and also in the in the gold zone and the red zone. You know, we got to make sure that we take advantage of our opportunities and then on defense, do a great job of stopping them, make them kick and field goals. Just so I'm aware, and our fans, gold zone and red zone are the same? They're the or same. Or are we talking gold is the low red zone? Or no, are they the same? They're the same. One is the offensive term, which is the gold zone, and then the red zone is the defensive term. Those are what our coordinators use. So, Did you think this, this is a great time to kind of reset a little bit, even for these guys? Because you have thrown a lot at them from the time they got here with a new system and new people. No, I think it is good. It's 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 good mentally to get away for a couple of days for the players and to reset their mind and have their eyes forward uh, for improvement. And you're basically going to have, you know, a walk through aside. It'll be six days off their feet a little bit since that game, right? With practice, yeah. not yep. until Thursday. Yep, absolutely. And that's that's why you know I really like the, the schedule because we had that bonus day because we're not playing on Sunday. We're playing on Monday, so I was able to give the players another day. Uh, to get off their feet and rest their bodies uh, for this seven-game stretch we got coming up. And knock on wood, when you look at that uh, injury report, there wasn't a lot heading into the game. I don't know how you came out of it, but uh, for this point in the season, six weeks of games, you got to feel pretty fortunate. Yes, there are some guys on IR, but they'll be coming back. Right. Some of these guys will be yeah, coming back Yeah, they will be. Soon. And, uh, you know, I think our schedule and the way we set up practice, I think, has been good. Um, in the health of our players because I think they do a great job at uh, pre-practice and post-practice taking care of their bodies. And how, you know, your, your practices are not super long, but do you ever feel, do you, you, do you, as a coach, do you ever feel, God, did I get enough done? Because some coaches, they'll, they'll go a lot longer, but yeah. I know it's a different time and place and everything in the league, but do you ever, are you ever left saying, gosh, I, maybe we could uh, – Got more done or something. Yeah, like well, that. we do a lot of things pre-practice. You know, we do a long walkthroughs uh, pre-practice to set up the practice, and then we go and practice. We're going fast. You know, we we believe in our principle and that we we want to do that every single rep, and the guys go hard every single play. The players understand also. No mistake goes unnoticed in terms of like we're going to correct it. So that mindset has got to be critical moving forward as well. This little evaluation, you know, you got to have some thick skin here, right? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Again, it's if it's done in the right right way, you know, we just got to make sure that we we understand it. it's got to be, you know, it's got to be addressed. Everything's got to be on the table. Um, we must improve, and we must improve individually and as units as well. All right, we're coming up on our second segment with Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. We'll be talking Patriots later in the show. They're coming off a big win on the road at Cleveland. Back to throw, Fields going to toss it down the left side, going for Pettis over the shoulder, makes the grab in the end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown Bears! 40-yard 
to Pettis. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Eberflus. Coming out of a nice weekend break, Bears get back to work and in the meeting rooms coming up this week before the Patriots and the trip out to Foxborough. Monday night's the, the matchup. We just heard the Dante Pettis touchdown catch. Uh, beautiful catch and a heck of a throw. He delivered a beauty, but tracking the ball was key in that little posted stamp area of the end zone. Yeah, I mean, it starts with communication first, you know, recognizing what is going on on the field when they substitute. And then we, you know, have, have worked on this all the way through, um, you know, training camp into, into the season. And the guys did a great job executing. If seeing that, that scenario and seeing that opportunity – getting the ball snapped and running the routes correctly and, uh, you know, obviously throwing a great pass. Uh, and what a great track by, you know, Dante Pettis to track that ball um, over his outside shoulder and catch that pass. I believe the Bears were the eighth youngest team in the league when the league started. Do you think that they have surprised you or are you feeling this is what you expect from a team that has a lot of rookies on it? Yeah, I would say that it's, you know, we are where we are right now, you yeah. know, so and, and we're just trying to get better. We're trying to improve every single day. When you have uh, rookies playing for you or second-year players playing for you, you just want to improve. You want to make sure that every single day they have a goal, you know, and their eyes are on that particular fundamental or, or skill they're trying to improve, and they work diligently to get that done. You know, consistent messaging, I would say, is something that uh, is definitely a trademark of Matt Eberflus. Uh, do you feel that that is something that over time, being in this sport from the time you were in youth football, that you realize that that really has got to be the number one thing, to always let these guys know exactly what we're doing, when we're doing it, how we're doing it, and how I feel about it. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's that is important. I think when you you base everything on the on the basics of the game, you know, the blocking, the tackling, the effort, you know, the ball, the things that we stand for. I think then what happens is when you keep doing the things right over and over and over again, more consistently, good things are going to happen, and the product on the field is going to look the right way. And I think over time that will be success. How about yourself, uh, scouting yourself yeah. through this process? I, I, I believe, I think I recall, you're a big note taker. So what, what are the notes on Matt Eberflus? Yeah, I would just say that, you know, there's every, you know, with the game management side of it, there's every single game, there's something that comes up that we can improve on. Um, you know, I think we've done a good job of that so far. Um, and I think we'll continue to do that. You know, we really do a, a, a diligent job of studying every situation in the league that happens every single week and looking at those cut-ups. And uh, we got to continue to grow there and get better with our communication. Um, I think it's been good, but it always can improve. Um, the in-game communication with the coordinators has been good and good, solid. And um, you know that we know when we're going forward on fourth down, what situations are, what we're calling them. So that's been really good, outstanding. Um, so overall, I'm just trying to grow and improve as we go, and then really just trying to give more input, um, you know, when we can uh, during the course of the game to adjust and, and maximize our units. And uh, I think I've been a pretty good, uh, done a pretty good job with that as well. Bye week, not till uh, week 14. So that's a long way away yet uh, for this team, the latest possible bye. What, what's the biggest challenge to keep them mentally fresh? Yeah, I would just say that, you know, we're, you know, obviously this right here, having that bonus day for this mini buy is, is, is a big benefit. And then going forward, you know, we really, after this week, you know, we got the short week in Dallas because it's a Monday. But after the Dallas game, it's pretty much, you know, pretty mm. steady. After that, you know, and then what you do is you just adjust the schedule. You know, when the, you have to adjust the schedule when the time changes. You know, I think that's November 6th or 7th, yeah. somewhere in there. So you want to adjust it a little bit there. And uh, like I said, we already have short, fast practices uh, for the most part, but uh, we'll keep those pretty much the same. But we'll adjust a couple things as we go. In terms of guys coming back, uh, Nikhil Harry, obviously, he, he could get out on the field here 
in the, in the near future. Uh, Byron Pringle will be coming back soon. Cody Whitehair around the corner. Alex Leatherwood. Are, are you looking forward to the possibility of these guys in whatever their schedules are adding to the mix here? Because those are some good football players. Yeah, I mean, this, just like you said, I mean, when you can add talent back to the roster and experience back to the roster, uh, it's always going to be helpful. You know, Cody obviously is, is you know is, is solid, super solid inside, and solidifies that offensive line. So we're looking forward to getting him back. You know, uh, Nick, uh, Harry's going to do a great job when he comes back. He's been studying his, his tail off and getting ready to go there. So hopefully, you know, in Pringle, those guys will all come back when they're ready. But, man, it's always good to get those guys because they will make a difference in our, in our football team. Eddie Jackson has been a big part of this first six games in terms of a story. I think uh, three interceptions, the forced fumble, uh, 43 tackles, and pairing with a rookie uh, of significance here in Jaquan Brisker, that's, that's been a nice combo from a lot of perspectives, do you feel the same way? Yeah, we do. We feel the same way. Obviously, uh, Eddie's done a, a remarkable job of buying in. Um, he has not missed a beat, you know, since OTAs all the way through uh, training camp. Um, and he he was out there every day, and he was out there busting his tail, and it's and it's showing. You know, he's in the best shape of his life. Um, he he looks outstanding out there. You know, he's not perfect, but he's he's made a lot of impactful plays. Um, he's come down and, and pressured. Um, he's covered guys. Um, he's played a deep part of the field, and he's really doing everything that uh, we, we've seen him do in the past. Snap is back. Fields with a shoulder shrug. Now going to leave the pocket room to run if he wanted to. Slows down to the 45, cuts up field, hits the gas 30, 20, 15, 10, and out of bounds. Inside the 10-yard line, Justin Fields on a Fields trip to the 5 with 52 seconds to go. When it's time to tackle some top-ranked values, just head on over to your local Jewel Osco for a league-leading lineup that's perfect for every second of the game day action. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. Jeff Joniak with you as well. Just heard Justin Fields' dramatic run to set up uh, a great scenario. Without it, you're not even talking about having a chance. So uh, that was more often than not in that game, you put yourself in position to keep drives alive. Yeah, I mean, that, that play was just amazing watching it from the <laughs> sideline. And uh, the way he took off and, you know, I thought he was going to run out of bounds and he cut back and then there he, there he went all the way down. So... It was an amazing play by him. What an athlete. You know, what, what great instincts that he has in the open part of the field. And it did put us in position uh, to score, you know, on the, on the final plays of the game. So Was there a part of you thought he was going in? I did. <laughs> I did. You know, there's not a lot of people that can catch him, you know, right. in the open field. So uh, yeah, he is certainly a, a talent. That How way. about when Herbert cuts, cuts, makes that one cut, breaks free, and, and the guy that's running faster than anybody is number one? Yeah, I, you I mean, see that. Can, it just shot into the view. Yeah, he, you can certainly see his acceleration there and, and his desire. You know, that's what I was referring to after the game, the toughness, you know, the mental and physical toughness of this guy is, is, is second to none, and uh, he, did a, he did an excellent job on that play too. I think people get worried, though, about the toughness part. Yeah, because he did it all the way back to college. But um, just with rushes and sacks this year, uh, and then I'm not even counting, like, just quarterback hits after he gets rid of the ball or something, right. but it's like – almost 13 hits a game when you add it. Is there a point where, I mean, no quarterback's tough enough to handle that kind of barrage because you just get worried about the one, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean you, can't, you can't play worried. I get it. but This is obviously a, a point of, you know, that we have to take care of. You know, obviously we do not want that, uh, you know, and it's a combination of things, right? It's, you know, how can we protect better? How can, you know, he throw the ball away better? 
you know, and you know, it's all encompassing. So we have to get that, that number down. Um, and that's, that's a, uh, you know, something we're going to stress here uh, in, in this mini buy. Offensive line. There, there's so much youth on it. They're going to have inconsistency just by nature, I would think. But how do you feel in general that the unit has played? I know there's a lot of people poking holes in it a little bit, certainly the pass protection part of it. But uh, when you're going to start a fifth-round pick and a second-year player, fifth-round pick at tackle, and you got a young uh, right guard, I mean, there's going to be some lumps you're going to have to take sometimes to get, to get that thing going in the right direction. How do you feel overall? Yeah, overall, like you said, the run game's been great. You know, they've done a good job of climbing to the second level, staying on their blocks, second effort all the way through. You know, and the runners have done a great job too. Um, you know, and again, it's a uh, you know pass protection is is everybody. You know, it's 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 everybody involved. If it's the uh, obviously the offense line's number one, but then you have the runners that are chipping their way out, and they're also in protection. So it's all of us, you know, and, and it's it's the quarterback, you know, delivering the ball and getting rid of it and throwing it away when when he does feel the pressure. And and Justin's done a good job of that for the most part. You just got to keep, you know, having his pocket presence there, uh, along with the uh, protection. The offensive line's going to going to improve. And, but overall, in your analysis, also of, of of each player, but he's 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 number one. He's QB one. Uh, how do you feel it's all gone so far? You know, it's right where we are, you know. So, you know, where we are is where we are. So we got to make sure that, like I said, this mini bye week, we're just looking to improve. You know, how can we adjust some things within the scheme uh, to help us produce better on the field? And that's first down, second down, third down, red zone, you know, uh, play action pass, drop back pass, screens, all all encompassing. So we're looking at all those things right now, and we're looking to to get that done. Somebody asked me last night on our show on uh, Fox uh, how how much I love having a two horse uh, running game, and I said, "Yeah, I, I feel it's you know there's there's only certain backs like Jonathan Taylor when you with them at the Colts. That's a that's, that guy is gonna he's gonna be the ball carrier. But having a two pronged attack, do you enjoy that uh, from a from a head coaching perspective that you got couple of options sometimes maybe just go with a hot hand but they're different they, they are different but they also accomplish the same thing with their contact balance and after the yard yeah I mean I think they're they're it's great to have a one-two punch because they're different styles you know one is more of a aggressive cutter you know Montgomery he really takes it downhill and is aggressive you know where Herbert more is is you know he's more of a get downhill and then you know be able to capture the edge or cut back in a different way with his pads down so um, and then in the passing game, you know, they're both viable options in the passing game. I think we need to utilize those guys a little bit more um, in the passing game. And uh, But both of them are certainly good at that, too. Heck, Herbert's on a pace to get 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns if he stayed on that pace as as this uh, change of pace option for David Montgomery. From center, the toss left to Khalil Herbert. Blockers are out in front. Breaks a tackle. Angles middle at the 40. Got away to the 45. Tripped up at the 50. Stays on his feet. Right at the 40. 30 of Washington. Right sideline. Cuts inside of the 10 and he's brought down. Khalil Herbert with the vision to find the space. Turn that crack into a canyon for a big game. Great seats available to see your Chicago Bears this season at Soldier Field. Get your tickets at chicagobears.com slash tickets. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. The aforementioned 62-yard run by Khalil Herbert, a beauty, and it was hat on a hat there too. I mean, at the point of attack, we did have a hat on a hat there. And guys, the second effort, you know, to stay on the blocks. But also when you get those uh, those big runs, you have to do your technique's got to be good. Because if you grab and, you know, because a lot of times they'll twist out of it, defenders will try to twist out of it. you got to make sure that you're doing a great job of not, you know, knowing when to push and not pull. 
um, in those moments because, you know, you don't want a big run and get a flag. So th- those guys have been doing a great job with that um, at the point of attack. In, in terms of penalties, now, you are a big proponent of, you know, let's keep that laundry in the pocket of the official. How, how do you think that's been so far? It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. It's been down. Um, you know, it's not, not been as good as we want it. Um, but it's been good. We haven't really uh, hurt ourselves that way too much. Uh, we always got to get better. Uh, but the guys are mindful of it. We go through a situations tape every single week, and a lot of times we talk about penalties or um, you know, making sure we're doing the right things at the right time. And uh, we go through all situations um, later in the week with the players. So a situations tape, is that what already has been on tape, or do you put uh, scenarios out there? That yeah, it's may... situations from, that come around the league. Okay, so I we, see. So okay. we'll do that um, you, uh, later in the week. It's a team meeting where I will sit down and talk to the guys about certain situations and rules, you know, and, and part of that is the penalties. Do you go through the actual process of whomever the referee is in their history of what they look for because some guys do that's been a new thing lately all oh, you know this referee calls so many more penalties at the on the road versus home or, or a particular kind of penalty do you is that part of the process yeah we look at everything yeah we, we always look at that um, it's certainly not something that we focus on but uh, we certainly look at it again in the idea of more information yes, right <laughs> taking all the information more information all right i want to talk more about special team because on kickoff return i believe I counted eight rookies at one point in the game. Maybe I'm off by one. But they don't normally get that kind of attention to say, okay, who's on kickoff coverage or who's on punt coverage? The game's moving too fast. but And they're doing a good job. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously, you know, uh, HT, you know, Coach Hightower's done a great job you know, with those units, uh, you know, with those cover units and, and really developing those young players. Um, you know, Carlos, our assistant, also has done a great job. Carlos Polk? Yes, Carlos. Local Polk. guy out of Rockford? Yeah, yeah exactly. But – those guys have been working diligently with these rookies. And, again, I, we do have seven or eight guys on each unit. You know, it's not just those other units. It's pretty much every unit, you know, including our punter. You know, so um, those guys have been doing a really good job of fundamentals, technique of how to cover, you know, how to block, you know, at the point of attack. And you get something done on special teams in a game, a turnover or score, man, that gives you a heck of a lot better chance to win. The records prove it over time. And they've knocked the ball out. Yeah, we've had caused moment. a couple of fumbles. You know, Blackwell's caused a couple. Jalen Jones has caused one, I believe. You know, uh, Sanborn's done a nice job. There's been a lot of guys in there that have really worked their tail off, um, you know, on the, on special teams. All right, let's talk about uh, the punter. He's top 10 in gross and net punting, so you couldn't be happier with the performance of Trenton Gill, right? No, you get a guy, you know, you know, uh, late in the draft like that, it's uh, pretty special to uh, – you know, to get him and really see his development. He's been good since the jump, you know, and he's really taken on um, the responsibility of, you know, the punt and pin and really working on that skill. Um, and he's developed that skill over time since we've gotten him. So uh, we're really pleased where he is. And you, you don't really ever know unless, I mean, I guess the scouting process of it, but being a holder at this level, you got they got to be sure he got to be good. No, right? he's got a great set of hands on him. You know, he can throw. You know he, he's he's a he's a great athlete, which opens up a lot of things for you in the fake game. So he's uh, he's done a lot of good things uh, for us. Um, he, he's uh, he's a talent. How about Cairo Santos? Consistent, very consistent. You know he's been great. Um, he's you know since you know, before we even got here, he's he was very consistent. He's continuing that on. Um, he goes to work every single day, and he is diligent in his practice, and he's he's laser focused. And, of course, we, we touched on the return game, so that speaks for itself. Uh, needs to get better, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, when you uh, you know muff two punts, you know, obviously that's not what you, uh, 
we're looking for. And like I said, after the game, that the number one job of a kick returner and a punt returner is to secure the football and keep it secure. They have to do that. Calling all Bears fans. Get the ultimate VIP fan package with Chicago Bears VIP. Secure a game ticket and appearance from Bears legends and more by visiting ChicagoBearsVIP.com. Welcome into the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. Good to see Jalen Johnson back on the field. How much of a difference does that make? It was great to have him out there. You know, we've, uh, we, we thought he might come back the week before. Uh, he wasn't quite ready, but uh, certainly glad to have him back. Um, you know, he covers very well. Um, he's, he's doing a good job with the crack replace and the tackling, uh, but certainly, uh, 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 you know, really nice to have him back. And it kind of slots the rest of the, the secondary when he gets back in there, right? Yeah, you know, it takes a little bit off of Kyler, takes a little bit off, you know, off of, of uh, Kendall, you know, so uh, those guys have done a good job back there in the secondary, and uh, certainly we're going to have our hands full this week uh, coming up, but uh, those guys have done a good job so far. All right, let's uh, get into the defense. The, the good news about it is, again, only allowed two touchdowns in the second half. The adjustment thing that has gotten a lot of attention, but, you know, just being stingy when you have to be uh, in the second half. Yeah, so, you know, that's been going well. And the big thing we stressed last week was start fast. You know, we got to do a better job of starting fast, you know, in that in those first part of the game. Um, and uh, I think we did a pretty decent job of that last week. Uh, we just got to continue. It's not going to be perfect, but we want to continue to, you know, start fast and finish strong, as, as, as all the coaches say. But uh, there's something to that. You know, it's about execution. It's about executing on third down uh, to get out the field. It's about executing on first and second down to create those third down situations that you want. Uh, we did a good job, a solid job of that last week. We have to continue to do that. Yeah, yeah. when the thing was up over 50%, that, that, that's not good, but two of, two of 11 on third down last week, yeah. stopping Carson Wentz. Yep, it was it was good by the by the entire defensive staff. All right, so the scheme changed from 3-4 to 4-3. Some of the guys that are adapting to this change, like Roquan and Quinn, Eddie Jackson, Travis Gibson, Jalen, how do you think it's gone in terms of what – those individuals yeah, have. It's, yeah, it's a process. You know, it's a process you have to go through. It's a, it's a different style, and uh, the guys are learning it, and, and we're getting better. You know, I can see the improvements in practice. I can see the improvements coming forward. Um, last game was better, you know, than the game before. So uh, it, it's good. We have to keep working on it. In, in terms of that, is it is it more about eyes, a, a where to be with your eyes in those for all those guys? Uh, yeah, that's, or not? De- that's defensive ball. You know, it's a line. Okay. You know, you always say alignment assignment. You know, then key, where are my eyes and, and why? You know, and then you got to use great technique. If it's run technique or pass technique, you know, and then you got to execute at the end. You mentioned this uh, in your news conference uh, after uh, the game last week. Kyler Gordon definitely making steps. And, boy, he, he's just gathering information with every snap. Uh, if you can explain just how that process has gone for him. Yeah, I mean, so when you're a rookie and we ask him to do, you know, two spots, you know, he played inside nickel and then he plays outside corner, you know, in base defense. So, you know, there's some different techniques in there. And, you know, we always thought that he could handle it and he, he has handled it and he's done a good job. And, and there's a lot of techniques inside when you play the nickel position that are that are different than the outside corner. Um, and the biggest thing with him was that really just the, the awareness and the, and, the, and the speed of the game to be able to, Get yourself under control, but still be very aggressive to make the tackles, and that's where he has improved. If you watched the game last week, you know he, he was taking up space, taking up ground, um, getting himself under control, and then being able to shoot for the tackle and wrap through the legs, you know, and do a great job of bringing his feet. And uh, that's where I thought his footwork, you know, and his patterns. Um, of where he was and how he was going about his business is much better. Yeah, good sequence there. I think it was Antonio Gibson uh, bringing uh, him down to the ground. 
uh, on a pass breakup, and then they took down the big tight end, the rookie Cole Turner, with uh, that kind of tackle that you talk about for a really small gain. So, no, that's great. Those sequence plays, if you start stacking those, you know, you're going to start feeling pretty good. I no think. doubt. No yeah. doubt. And then, you know, for Gordon also, if you, so he did get a PI flag, right? So do you get nervous when rookies even get one? Because I know he said he asked the official, what, what, and he said, hey, you got to turn your head around. I, I thought he turned his head and looked for the ball. I don't know how you feel about it. But uh, I, I, I don't know about that flag. But do you worry that when they get one, do they back off a little bit or you just got to stay? What do you teach them on? No, just, just work with them in their technique. That's all. You know, it's just one, one play is one play. You got to move on to the next one. It's a cycle of the snap. Move that play aside, learn from it, and go to the next one. Um, and that's how you get better. Run defense. Uh, do you feel uh, steps are headed in the right direction to get better there? I do. Yeah, I do feel it. Um, you know, the guys are working hard on it right now. We're looking at all the uh, the cut-ups right now. They're actually, you know, working on it, and uh, it has to improve. But it comes down to, uh, like I said before, making sure we're in the right alignment because that puts you in an advantageous position to succeed and then make sure we're playing with great technique, you know, and it's got to be done with speed. And uh, when you do those things, um, the evidence is on tape. You can show the players it's right there, and when you don't, then there's, then there's going to be a breakdown. So we got to make sure we're more consistent. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, our final segment with Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Getting ready for the New England Patriots. We'll touch on them in just a moment. But again, just uh, rehashing, no practice until Thursday, so you get the extra day. They'll be working Saturday and uh, head out. Uh, but do you feel in the end that this has been a productive weekend and it will be a productive week? Yes, we do. Yep, it was great to have the mini buy. It was great to you know look at our cut ups and see where we are and evaluate the players and evaluate what we're doing and how we're doing it and uh, going forward to improve. So we, uh, it was definitely uh, uh, it hit right right in the right spot. I want to touch on the tight end position because Cole Komet, uh, you know, you mentioned maybe the backs getting more involved in the passing game. How how about Cole that touches there? I, it, I know he's being asked to do multiple things as an inline blocker as well, but do you see that as a opportunity yet here to grow? Yeah, certainly we want to get all the skill involved. You know, that's that's an important piece of that, and Cole is a big part of that. You know, he's he's obviously you know our number one tight end, and and we need to get him more touches like we do the running backs and the receivers, and you know we're going to look at ways to do that for sure. All right, you brought a bunch of guys in this year. Uh, some blasting game on the offensive side. Armand Watts, who's become your, one of your starters up front. Muhammad. Has that been a, a nice transition here for, for these guys, some of whom knew your system and uh, fit right in to help educate the other guys? This is on both sides of the ball. I'm just touching on a few names. But the blend of old and new, how do you think it's gone? No, it's, go, it's gone well. It's gone well. You know, obviously, we know we, we've lost a couple games here, really close games. But, uh, you know, those guys have done a good job of sending the message of how we want to do things, you know, in terms of, you know, how we play and how we do things. So it's been great to have those guys. Um, and they're developing too. We develop all of our players, and, and they're getting better, and, and we're looking to improve those guys as well. And from a leadership point of view, which I know was one of the first things you brought up, you got to have good leadership, and I think you've got guys that uh, you feel you trust in that regard. How has that turned out for you so far? It's been good. You know, we got the leadership council. You know, those guys are all le- you know leading you know from the front, and certainly we have our captains. You know, that are leaderships. But you know, I've always said this that everybody's a leader. And the first rule of leadership is leading yourself, you know, and doing things the right way and what your effort looks like, what your execution looks like. And uh, the guys have bought into that. All right. Time to take a look at the New England Patriots. A look ahead brought to you by Bet Rivers. 
the official sports book partner of the Bears. The Patriots beat the Browns in Cleveland yesterday, 38-15. They got a rookie quarterback, Bailey Zappi, back up, who threw for 300 and two touchdowns. And it's amazing. Tom and I uh, laughed about it last night. It's amazing how the NFL works. So Bill Belichick ties George Hallis for second on the all-time wins list last night. And now it's the Bears and New England coming up on, on Monday night, and he has a chance to pass uh, Papa Bear. It's it couldn't have been scheduled more perfectly, I guess. But how how crazy is that? That that's that's an opportunity. Now they're they're both uh, behind Don Chula, of course. But you got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, it's been a long career for Coach Belichick. That's quite quite the thing to to catch Papa Bear. That's for sure. No, I mean you're talking about two Hall of Fame coaches. You know, George Hallis is one of the greatest of all time, and Bill Belichick obviously has proven that as well. So you know, when you get to that many victories, you know, obviously you know two legends of the game. And, uh, you know, you can't say enough about those guys. And they've certainly done the football, the game of football the right way. You know, they've given back to the game. And uh, that's what we want to do as coaches. And that's what we're all trying to do, inspire to do, is making sure that we leave the game. When we leave the game, it's better off than when we came. So I love the way you just put that. What, what, what moved you to the point to think that way about football? Yeah, I would just say that just my experience, you know, you know what we do for the game of football, you know, uh, and how we can make it a better game, you know, by playing it the right way, by making sure that it's it's done with, you know, great fundamentals, playing hard, playing physical, you know, and, and giving back to the, to the men that you serve as the players, you know. So you touch so many guys during the course of, of your time as a coach, and you want to make sure that you have an impact on those guys, you know, for whatever it is, discipline, leadership, um, how you can help them with, you know, outside of football. And I think that's an important part that you give back to the game uh, of football. Okay, so what are we looking at with these Patriots? Uh, obviously, the quarterback position, uh, Bailey Zappi right now in for the injured Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer, but 2-0 and in his starts uh, and let a uh, shutout win over Detroit. And then yesterday looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're doing a nice job of executing on offense for sure. Um, he has a he has a host of you know talent around him. You know, with the tight ends, you know, the receiving core, um, they are they are a good bunch, and uh, he's operating the offense well um, right now. So on the defensive side, they got some impactful players up front. Um, you know, certainly Judon and Wise are impactful players. You know, guys in the secondary. You know, Duggar and then also you know Devin McCourty. Um, you know, they've, they've done a good job of setting those guys up for success. Patriots uh, uh, getting out of Judon, 18 and a half sacks in his 23 games and 18 tackles for loss. He had a sack in his first five uh, with the Patriots, which has never happened before. It's hard to believe all the great players have had, but I don't think he had a sack yesterday. But you're going to face a lot of really good defensive fronts here in the next many weeks. Uh, I know you don't look that far down the road, but is that going to be a critical component here? how to deal with these fronts because you just saw a really good one in Washington. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's the NFL, right? So there's always going to be really good players on the other side, whatever offense, defense, or kicking. So we got to make sure that, you know, we understand the strengths of, a, of an opponent. We understand the weaknesses of a, an opponent and make sure we minimize the strength and maximize the, uh, the weakness and get after um, each opponent as we do. So that's going to be an important part to it. One of the headlines, I guarantee, It'll be something you'll be asked about when you go to the press conference tomorrow here at Hallis Hall. But the idea or the aura of Bill Belichick, how he makes life difficult on young quarterbacks. And there's a lot of math to prove it, and there's a lot of wins to prove it, too. How do you look at that as an opposing head coach, and is there teeth in that? Uh, well, obviously the track record speaks yeah. for itself, and uh, you know we're going to have to go up there and, and have a good plan. You know We're going to have to play, have a plan for and a contingency plan. 
know, so we got to make sure that we have, you know, a, a initial plan. And if we see, once we see what they're doing and trying to do, we got to make sure we adjust on the fly and make sure it's sound and make sure it's something that we can execute. And so it is a big test though, for, for definitely for Justin Fields here. Yeah. I think every one of these are a big test. You know, every defense that, that comes you know down the road um, is going to give you a set of you know, different difficulties and uh, be it personnel, be it scheme, whatever that might be. And in our scheme, offensive scheme, we have the tools to adjust, to uh, to adapt, and to overcome those difficulties. We just got to make sure that we're executing and we have a, have a solid plan. All right, Coach. We'll have a great week. I know there's a lot of work ahead. Appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. As Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, that's going to wrap us up. For Keith Johnson, Andy Gersher, Dan Brilli, Jordan Treadup, I'm Jeff Joniak. And for Coach Matt Eberflus, wish you a great evening. Week 7 kicks off in Foxborough. Bears-Patriots pregame at 420, kickoff at 720 Monday night against New England. That'll do it for us. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is News Radio 1059 WBBM. Good night, everybody. WBBM Chicago.